uh, let's say one particular company decides, all right, everybody is like an employee now. They have health insurance, holiday pay, sick pay, the whole shebang. That's like a significant increase in their cost. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Low Season, a podcast about tour guides, tourism, and the future of travel. I'm Wouter Bernhardt, a tour guide from Berlin, and currently I'm gauging how my fellow travelers are navigating the pandemic. My guest today is from Dublin, though Ken Walsh and I actually know each other from our tour guiding days here in Berlin. Ken went to pursue a career in radio about six months ago and left his tour guiding days behind him. But back in the days, we always had some very interesting discussions about the nature of our profession. More specifically, we're going to talk about freelancing and the perceived freedoms of the gig. And I'll ask Ken what his ideal guiding work week looks like. But first, we're going to chat about a particular kind of coach tour that we would run from time to time. Now, these coaches would be filled with young, curious, though not rarely violently hungover travelers. Uh, we would provide them with a three-hour history-heavy oversight of the Third Reich, and that all starting at nine in the morning. So, kind of an interesting one. Here is Ken Walsh. Did you enjoy doing these tours? Because I remember there was a, a specific time that you almost exclusively did these tours. Um, did Did you enjoy doing them? Yeah, I love them. I, I had a great time. What, what What was so What was so much fun about them? I don't know. They, I think they were they were just really fun to do, and they were really nice groups. Everybody else seemed to hate them. Well, here, here's here's the thing. Like I I, I remember. Like I know you as a guide who also enjoys Berlin history, history in general, political discussions, and I felt that, like, you you have two sides of this. People would say like, "Oh, these groups of boozy, boozy young Australians, they didn't care about any of it," which I don't think is true at all. It was a whole bunch of interesting people, but it is true that, I mean, the attention span was was low. Attention span was low, and. You, you couldn't really get into some of the sort of major topics I felt. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't feel that way, really. I think just throwing in like a few jokes kind of kept those that particular crowd interested in, in hearing what you're saying. There were also big, huge groups as well. There were like 50 people. So, yeah. 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 And, and I had had fair few people being sick on my tour, you know. Um, it's like, uh, I didn't, I didn't mind them. I also, they were not particularly my favorite tour to do. Right. Yeah. I think they were always sick because they're going around in a bus together around Europe. I mean, th- that company's probably gone bankrupt now because of coronavirus. I mean, like, like all, well, all tours are gone basically, aren't they? Well, I, I'm not sure. Like I'm, I'm thinking about companies and tour guides. We're all freelancers, so they didn't ha- they don't have to pay us anything. So what are they really paying for other than maybe a few employees in the office um which they can also furlough or whatever they do with them i don't know i don't i don't see this as a i think lots of them will survive yeah yeah i guess they make their um their employees pretend to be freelance contractors as well don't they that's something i really hated about uh working as a tour guide in berlin was the conditions of employment it's basically fake uh, self-employment. Why? Why do you say uh, it's fake? Because it's if you're literally employed by a company, you're working for them. They tell you what to do. 
um, in every sense, you're an employee. It's just here a way has been found to remove all the rights that workers have. And like Germany is like one of the best countries in the world for workers' rights. But by simply getting people to pretend to be freelance contractors, you're you're removing all the rights that they have. You can be fired at the drop of a hat. You know, you 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 don't get like the the holiday pay or the sick pay. In fact, you get in trouble if you get sick. You know, it's not just a personal complaint. It's also um, a kind of a, a general trend in kind of you know. I guess the the modern West is the rise of non-standard labor. There was an OECD report of like. 2016, which is, that's a good few years ago now, but I would say it's probably still the case, uh, possibly even more so now, identifying the rise of non-standard employment with the decline in uh, living standards and stuff like that for working people in Europe. So I, yeah, I kind of, I, yeah, that's not something I liked about it. I loved doing tour guiding. I really loved it. And I had an amazing time and um what what did you like so much about it what did i like i just think i just it's really it's really fun right first of all um and it's kind of i don't know it's uh it's nice to be able to impart you know knowledge essentially about this really important history to a group of people especially like perspectives that they wouldn't otherwise have heard or come across um, I found that really valuable. I would, I mean, especially if I was doing like the tour drug tour, I would always try to explain it, you know, explain the rise of the Nazis in such a way as to see that it's, it's the result of, you know, certain historical processes and conditions and things like that, rather than, you know, it was just evil people and they were all stupid, you know, like there's a kind of, I guess like Hollywoodized version of history where it's about good people versus bad people. And that's all you, you really need to think about, which I think is a really crap way of thinking about it because you completely miss the fact that all of these people thought that they were the good people, you know? Do you, do you miss it? Do I miss tour guiding? I miss doing anything at the minute. You know, it's like, I just sitting around, there's no work, there's nothing to do. Uh, what I talk about with people is, of course, the things that they like about tour guiding, if they have any valuable lessons or experience that they draw, drew from their, from their job, life lessons, and how we can all improve our profession. But one big part of it is that, is that we're all not working at the moment. And as we're not working, there is sort of possibilities to reflect a bit on what we've been doing over the last, I don't know, 10, 20, 30 years. Um, and I, I really enjoy talking to people about the things that I felt we didn't like so much. And one of the things that I remember talking with you about being here in Berlin is the fact that, yeah, being a tour guide almost inevitably means that you're a freelancer. Um, there is no real alternative to being a freelance tour guide because there is no companies offering employment. And I I don't know if this is something that is just going to stay this way because that's just the way things are, or if there is a way that 
we could change that. Yeah. Well, I don't think the companies themselves even can really change it, you know, because uh, let's say one particular company decides, all right, everybody is like an employee now. They have health insurance, holiday pay, sick pay, the whole shebang. That's like a significant increase in their cost, right? So that means their prices will have to go up. So if it's more expensive to get that tour than another one, and, you know, like all the companies doing tours in, in Berlin are are pretty good. You know, like, so I would say like the level of quality of the tours from company to company is about the same. I agree. And, huh? I agree. Yeah. Um. So like from the point of view of a customer, uh, they're going to go on an expensive tour or a cheaper one or even a free one where they just tip. If one company decides to introduce like proper employment, that's going to be probably bad for them because they'll have to charge more. They can't compete with the other ones who are doing it on the basis of fake freelance stuff. So it's not as if like each individual company uh, can just make that decision or that, you know, they are bad for not doing this or whatever, you know, like, I mean, it's in their interest. Uh, not to, first of all, but also they don't really have the freedom to make that move as well. So I think if there's any kind of uh, solution to this, it has to come in a kind of legalistic sense. Do, do you think there needs to be a solution to this? To, uh, is it even a problem? Um, I mean, I, I, I know there's plenty of people out there who have no problem being a freelancer working for different companies um, and up until now the work and with that the pay the amount of work that was out there was always really decent so i mean does does it need to change at all yeah well when people say like uh, oh yeah you know this is what i would choose and it's like i don't know uh when there's only one choice available and somebody goes oh well this is this is what I would have chosen anyway. Now, look, in some cases that's going to be true, but it's often people just kind of rationalizing the fact that they don't really have, uh, you know, there's a level of freedom that they don't have. I would say most uh, tour guides, if you said to them, uh, would you like also to, um, you know, get, get paid for, you know, get paid holidays or, you know, you're not going to lose wages if you're sick. You're going to be you're going to be punished for being sick as well. Um, I would say they would say yeah. It's like like the like the true the true test of whether or not you know people would choose it is if they do choose it when that choice is there. When the choice isn't there, people just rationalize what you know the condition that they're already in because nobody wants to think of themselves as like I don't know having one done over them. I, and I, I like I really agree with you there, but I'd say that the choice is not either to be a freelancer or to be employed uh, and get all the benefits and remain in the same freedoms. No, if you are employed, you have to give up some of the freedoms you enjoy as a freelancer. And I think like if you put it to people like that, I'm not sure how many people would choose employment. I never saw any freedom in it because you're everything about it is determined by the company that you work for like your hour like you're told you ha, as a freelancer you have the freedom 
to set your own hours. And it's like, you definitely don't. There's no way you do. Like you get the schedule off them. You have to stick to that. You know, like, um, it's not like you can just choose what hours you want. I mean, you are literally told like all the freedoms. What about, what about availability? I mean, you could choose what availability to give. Like if I, if I don't want to work for two months, I can decide to do that. I can just decide not to work and go on a holiday, take that week off and just decide to, to say I'm available for the month of July and August. I asked once, um, but during, during the time, right, well, I was doing more, more tours than anyone else in the company. And that was actually for many years in a row. I was doing those Contiki tours a lot, which were doubles. Uh, at one point I asked, since I'm working like almost every day, I asked, can I have Saturdays and Sundays off? And I was told no. But I mean, what, what is that? What does that really mean? Well, it mean it means that I don't actually choose my own days. Even I don't choose my own hours. Don't choose my own days. You get a schedule. It's given to you. You have no say over it. You have no freedom. Basically, you don't have control. Like freedom is is control. If you don't have control, you don't you you don't have freedom. I would say control over your own, uh, you know, life and decisions and and so on. So I would. I mean, like. I think it's sold to you as as a kind of a freedom, but it it, it isn't. What would you would you have chosen to be employed? Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, would you then still be in Berlin? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I man, I found all that the freelance stuff to be like really stressful because all the powers on the other side they can like let you go with no notice, or no no warning. Uh, they tell you you know, what to do, when to do it. Um, it's, yeah, it's a really just horrible feeling of like, of, I would say non-freedom. Uh, I, yeah, I really didn't like, but having said that, I mean, it's like, you know, it, it's not like that, but basically I like, right. I'm, I'm not saying it's like, you're just enslaved down the mines or something like that, but we're not. Yeah, exactly. We're not in uh, 19th century. Britain. Yeah, true. But it's still, uh, a, a situation where you actually don't get to choose any of these, things you don't have kind of you know there's no democracy about it uh there's no security in it like i would it's kind of like the the worst of both worlds in a way just in just in the conditions of employment but the actual job itself is wonderful i really really love doing it if you, if you could if you could choose if you could sort of make up your your sort of dream company sort of the or your your dream form of employment like in in terms of like how many hours you work and how many days you're occupied with it um what what would be your ideal situation oh i would have loved uh two tours a day five days a week that'd be great full time so basically a full-time job that that would be it that would be yeah that would be perfect i would love that and i would probably just do it for the rest of my life and be happy and be like, this is great. And, you know, that would have to have like holiday pay and stuff like that. Nice. I mean, that's, that doesn't sound like too much of a thing to ask, no? No, that sounds, I think that's like very reasonable. And, you know, I'm kind of pretty disappointed because one of the main things when I moved over to Germany was thinking like, oh yeah, this is a really great country for like workers' rights and stuff like that. You know, like we won't be... Uh, we won't be uh, dicked around over there. And yeah, it was pretty disappointing to discover the neoliberal freelance nightmare. But again, if we employ yeah. you, 
two tours a day, five days a week, you'll just become lazy and you'll give shitty tours. Is there some incentive for me to give worse tours? Yeah, I mean, you're you're not, you're, you know, you're not uh, dependent on giving the best tours to, to make your money anymore. You know, you, you get your money, you get your fix, your monthly wages and your securities. Why would you like, why would you really strain to get good reviews and sort of get get your money going? Well, I, I had a job giving tours where, you know, we didn't get uh, or, you know, any kind of bonus in connection with reviews. And I did always try and get good reviews just because we would like sit around after work and be like, ah, I got more than you or whatever, you know, like people did, did try and do it, you know, and then it was like, I got a different job. I was like, wow, we're actually getting, we're getting paid to get reviews or we're getting, well, not, it's not like we're getting paid, but you get, it's like your bonus system of bonuses connected to reviews and stuff like that. You know, I mean, I had been just trying to get them anyway. I, I like that. I like that about you. I think just the neoliberal world will tell you that people won't work unless they're compensated, unless they're sort of with a stick. They're they're hit with a stick every once in a while. You know, you need to work harder. You need to get these targets done. I I, yeah, I don't really necessarily think it's about like uh, hitting them with a stick. I mean, like one of the things about about capitalism is that you know, it, like it, it has its bottom line, and you can kind of like figure out you know why why things are moving in a certain way where once you take that into account it's a kind of a in a in a way it's like a a neutral force you know it's like if you have a certain role in the economy then you have to kind of conform to it does does that make sense i mean like like i mean like, like i th i think the problem is kind of systemic really do you think you'll be guiding in the future um, I don't know. I'm going to see if I can get work back in the radio station when everything starts coming to life again. Um, plan B is doing a bit of guiding in Dublin. I'll see. I am going to thank you very much for chatting to me, Ken Walsh. Okay, for grand. sharing your information and your insights. Okay. Um, yeah, I hope some of that is usable. Probably not. Right. Well, uh, it, was, it was good to talk to you anyway. Yeah, I did enjoy that, sir. I enjoyed it a lot. All right. I'll, uh, I'll see you again. You will definitely see me again, and we'll, we'll, we'll chat soon. Okay. Bye, bye-bye. That was Ken Walsh, everyone, talking to us from Dublin. Always a pleasure talking to Ken. I think he has been thinking about employment and freelancing for a very long time, coming to the conclusion that being a freelance tour guide was just not for him. And I have to admit, I struggle with the nature of our employment as well. Take podcasting, for example. I do not only make podcasts for myself, I sometimes get hired by other people and companies to make podcasts for them. Now, in that capacity, I'm perfectly happy to take on these jobs as a freelancer, in the same way a musician would be happy to get paid per gig or an illustrator to get paid per drawing. Under these circumstances, freelancing makes sense and can contribute to an incredibly fulfilling and stimulating work-life balance. But once the majority of your time as a freelancer is spent working for just one company and over the years you get more involved in how that company is doing, your working relationship with that company can feel off balance. For example, when you're expected to show up at company brainstorm sessions or when you're referring to your client as your boss. The imbalance is heightened when your involvement is not being properly compensated, whether through financial means or through certain rights, such as sick pay, holiday money, health insurance, or taking the weekends off. 
Now, what we've been discussing here in the podcast over the past few months has nothing to do with misunderstanding that tour guides are mostly freelancers. They are. And being a freelancer comes with certain advantages and disadvantages. I think what I've been asking myself is, how well does that model still serve us as tour guides in 2020? Whether our profession hasn't matured enough for us to look beyond a one-size-fits-all model. Over the years, hiring only freelancers has royally benefited the tour companies, and I know that even many tour guides wouldn't want to have it any other way. But for us that do see the flaws in this system, for those that would maybe like to get professional recognition in the form of a contract, I think this might be the time to start actively discussing an alternative to the freelance guide. Last year, Ken and I made another podcast for a completely different podcast called Berlinology. We paid a visit to the Museum of Capitalism here in Berlin. And if you want to listen to that show, it has some perfectly good banter in it. You can find it in the show notes of this episode. On Friday, we're back with our very last show for a while to come. We speak with Kendon Arcinega from Washington, D.C. The demand for, for virtual tours is not there. We're not making any money on it. The Low Season is produced by me, Wouter Bernhardt. Music is by Mark Schilders. Artwork is by Cece White. Georgia Ryungu is our freelance staff writer. For now, speak soon, my friends. It's not as if like each individual company uh, can just make that decision or that, you know, they are bad for not doing this or whatever, you know, like, I mean, it's in their interest uh, not to, first of all, but also they don't really have the freedom to make that move as well. So I think if there's any kind of uh, solution to this, it has to come in a kind of legalistic sense.